Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What a completely and utterly bonkers race that was in Baku. I mean, it started off pretty sedately, really, and I thought... Okay, this is uh, going to be a bit of a snooze fest. And then we had the safety car and it all just went completely nutso. Um, you know, I'm not quite sure where to begin. Uh, I suppose I could go team-wise. Um, that might be a way to dissect it uh, because I'm not quite sure how else you're going to talk about There's a talking point for pretty much every single team on the uh, on the grid. So let's uh, let's start at the top. Uh, Mercedes. Um, I saw Hamilton did a brilliant job in qualifying because as the weekend, you know, was was going along in in free practice, he looked like he was on the back foot. But then when we came to qualifying, he, he dug it out. And I genuinely believe that you know one of Lewis's strengths has always been braking and corner entry. And I think that when the track is low grip and, and when it doesn't have that that ultimate peak grip, um, he he's not able to extract the the best performance he wants from the combination of the tires and the track surface, and, and therefore it, it doesn't quite happen for him. And that's very symptomatic of a low grip surface. We saw it in Monaco, we saw it in Sochi, um, and we saw it in free practice here. But the temperature here in Baku dropped away very quickly as soon as the sun started to set. And um, and I think in qualifying, obviously the track's cleaned up a lot more. There's more rubber down, the the temp the temperature drops. There's more grip, and he's able to use that incredible feel he's got under braking uh, and corner entry. And he's just so so good at feeling. You know, the point of the lockup is his modulation on the brake has been one of his big strengths, and he's able. You know, I think he did it brilliant in qualifying. And really, in the race, well, what can you say? You know, I think uh, he was he was going to be the winner. Um, you know, apart that headrest came loose. It sounds like it was just uh, a one-off. It wasn't put in place properly, uh, probably under the red flag when he got out of the car, and that cost him the win. Um, you know, really, one of the big talking points of the race has got to be that incident with Vettel under the safety car. That was something. Um, you know, that we saw um, uh, a slightly unusual situation. I think, you know, it's Lewis's prerogative to control the pace. So it's absolutely up to him to decide how fast he wants to go or how slow he wants to go under the safety car uh, once the lights are out and you're, you're leading the restart. And he did hold a constant pace. Initially, I thought not. But, you know, when you, when I watched the replay back a couple of times, he did hold a constant pace, and in the end, I think he slightly wrong-footed Seb. Seb went to the back of him, which is just one of those things. It's a, you know, it's always tricky on the safety car, cold brakes, cold tires, and I think that was okay. But then afterwards, when Seb um, 
it sort of sideswiped him, I guess is the only word you can use. And, and that that was, you know, just out of order. And um, I think they were right to penalise Seb at that moment. Um, I think Lewis deserves a lot of credit for what he did um, on those three restarts because he did something different every time. It is so, you can't underestimate that. You know, we saw so many people get overtaken on the restarts. It's such a long drag down to turn one. And I thought every single time he did a fantastic job of just thinking, you know, of the right moment to accelerate and make sure that he didn't get overtaken. And even after the race, you know, in all the interviews he he did, um, I thought he handled himself really well. Um, Real sort of mature answers and uh, talked a lot about uh, you know how um, you know the team supported him, and they had you know one of those things, and uh, with the headdress and stuff. So I thought he he dealt with the whole disappointment of not winning in Baku really well. Um, Ferrari just didn't look like they were there um, all through qualifying. You know, one point one seconds off is a huge delta in, in the race. You know, Kimi had a scrappy race for a variety of reasons. Um, and Seb didn't look like he could hold on to Lewis, really. I think if it had been a full green race, Lewis would have blitzed it. Uh, as it turned out, actually, you know, I thought towards once they'd clear the traffic after that last restart, uh, sorry, after the, the penalties, I should say, uh, for Seb and the, the extra stop for Lewis, I thought Lewis would come come at Seb and get past him because they had such a pace advantage. But in the end... You know, he couldn't. And that that was a little bit surprising and it sort of ended the status quo. Um, damage limitation for both those guys. You know, I think the gap going into and out of Baku has sort of stayed the same, you know, within a couple of points. So that's not... It's just another race ticked away, really. So no, no real um, big loss. And I think for Sebastian, it's worked out better um, than... Obviously, um, if they'd finished 1-2, in which case Lewis would have gained 7 points. So, yeah, I think uh, Seb can count himself lucky. A few other mentions of teams. Uh, Let's go down the list. Red Bull, obviously, great win for Daniel Ricciardo. Max will be absolutely gutted because he would feel this is a race he should have won. And that's three races in a row, I think. Uh, Monaco, Canada and Baku. That he's genuinely looked like he's had... More pace than Daniel. He's looked like the faster of the two Red Bull drivers all weekend. You know, and that's three races in a row. Um, You know, Monaco, the pit stop strategy didn't work out for him. Canada, the car broke down when he was in second place. And and here, again, I think he he should have been the one to inherit that uh, win when Sebastian and and Lewis, um, you know, took themselves out of the reckoning. So uh, he'd be pretty gutted with the way that worked out for him. Um, but anyway, you know, Daniel, great win. It's always nice to see him. Big smile on the podium. Um, great race for Lance Stroll. Um, I think he's done a really, really good job all weekend. He was really good in practice and qualifying. Stayed within touching distance of Felipe all through practice. I qualified him for the first time, which I thought was a really good effort. You know, first time here in Baku. And in the race, it was very mature stuff. He, um, you know, didn't didn't crack under pressure. Okay, Valtteri got him at the end. But as he came into the final corner uh, through the second sector, he was 1.2 seconds in front. 
It's just a combination of slipstream, a Mercedes engine cranked up to the hilt, um, DRS, and, and that was enough for Valtteri to, to get him by a tenth of a second. But I think Lance should be really proud of the way he dealt with the pressure all through the race. And I think he, um, you know, hopefully that'll be a... Um, I think Canada was a turning point for him, and hopefully this will be another one to just boost his confidence even more. And I think he, he did a very good job all weekend. Um, the people who should be disappointed, Force India certainly. You know they, uh, they were probably running one. They would have been running one and two on the road. Um, you know when Seb and, and Lewis disappeared down the order, they should have ended up one two, and instead they ended up hitting each other. Which, you know, I saw some very tense conversations with between Bob Fernley and Checo afterwards and yeah, I thought I I thought really as you know watching from the outside if you were Ocon you'd give your teammate a bit more space um, and I think the we saw the after effects of Canada where obviously there was a few issues there between them and I think if Canada hadn't happened in that way between those two teammates maybe Ocon would have been a bit more respectful of Checo but in the end, Ocon didn't leave him much space, and I think they they ended up hitting each other, which was really bad for the team. You know, that was a big haul of points that they left on the table. Um, Nico Hulkenberg will be another one who'll be really disappointed. And you know, again, the place that he hit the wall was really odd. It, um, I don't think I've ever seen anybody get close to that wall really. So it was a really odd one that he seemed to sort of get hooked up on the inside curb and it just drive into the inside wall. It was a really odd. And it's interesting with Nico because you know he still hasn't had a podium in F1, uh, and once again, when that low-hanging fruit is there, you know we saw it so many times when he was at Force India, when there was that you know podium available to them, it was Checo who got it, and again here there's a podium available. It was Stroll who got it. You know the the odd one out of the top three away from the top three teams. And Nico's never been able to capitalize for whatever reason on those big results. And uh, he'd be pretty disappointed with the way today panned out because he was in for a good haul of points, uh, which would have been useful for Renault. Um, I think Toro Rosso would be disappointed. You know, Sainz's spin on the opening corner, he, he blamed Kvyat, but I think when he looks at the replay, he'd, he'd take that back. Um, McLaren managed to get points, finally. Um, I'm sure they're pretty... Uh, relieved with that to finally get some points on the board. I'm pretty sure Fernando is amazed that he finished the race considering all the reliability woes he's had recently. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, overall, so many talky points, such a crazy race. Um, and I think, I suppose, in many ways, this is the race that we were expecting to have last year in Baku. Street circuit, extremely high speed, there was plenty of overtaking uh, and, a, and a very, very unique challenge. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it certainly delivered uh, plenty for the fans.